Check, check, check. Hello. Hello. All right. Do we need an introduction or no? I need to, to hear your name again because it's like I feel like I need to type it on my phone so I won't like forget about it. No problem. Odinga. O D Odinga. I N G A. Odinga. Like ding or dang? Like Odang. O D I N G A. Danga. Yeah. Okay. And remind me of yours because I'm horrible with names. Oh, really? My yeah. name is Roberta. Roberta. Or in my uh modern language is Roberta. Roberta. Yeah. See, I can't roll my R's. It's really bad. So, like, when I was trying to learn Spanish, it was always like. Yes. <laughs> And so it's I like a rooster. I understand. Yeah, no problem. Some people call me, I don't know, Bobby. Some people call me BB. Some people call me a lot of things because it's difficult to say my name. But Roberta. if you say Roberta, yeah, then it's easier. It's like Robert, but with, a, with an A in the end. I respect. And where are you from? Brazil. Where are you from? I already know, but. Guyana, and it was kind of cool that we're neighbors. Yeah, but like there's two, right? The French Guyana, oh. British Guyana, and then at one point Suriname was considered like Dutch Guyana or something, and so it's like these battles of the you know Western power, and everybody wow. got something except for the Spaniards. They got the rest of the continent, I guess. They always <laughs> want something. It's just crazy. Oh yeah, because I remember learning about those uh, countries in school and thinking like that country is like I don't even imagine how it is you know like I imagine South America and then you see like oh Brazil Argentina and Chile kind of like you know how it is mm -hmm. but then I have no idea how your country must look like so before um, a couple years ago the only thing that we really were known for was Jim Jones Jim Jones Jonestown the guy that um, was from California, he was like this really big, like political guy. Then he started a, a church. Um, I forget the name of the church. Um, wow. Children's of something. I, I don't remember. But the phrase, don't drink the Kool-Aid. Mm -hmm. That's where they came from. Like he took a whole bunch of wow. people down there and they had like a mass suicide. But I say <laughs> that to say Guyana is so beautiful. He <laughs> went down there and he thought like, oh, my God, this is like heaven. This is like you know what you know paradise, paradise here. pretty much and he was just like i want to develop in this community in this beautiful land and so it's just like lush floristry a lot of waters wow. um it's actually the name is a land of many waters because we have a lot of rivers and um waterfalls i think the the longest uh, free flowing waterfall kaichur waterfall is in guyana wow Amazing, so definitely a must-go place. Yes, but now it's you're going because of oil. Oh, okay. Yes, and it's a lot of money that's going to fuck up our forestry. Oh, no. So no, we got to no, figure no, out, no. hey, more power to um, commerce getting into the country. I love it, um, yeah. but we got to just figure out how to do it safe and how not to be in other Nigeria where the money just flows to the top and it doesn't affect like any of the people yeah. that are on the ground. So yeah, I was in Jamaica and uh, I was actually just in Ocho Rios, an island, and it's crazy how people are very poor. The native are very poor, 
and like there are a lot of tourists and it's crazy like you feel like there there are people gaining a lot of money like earning a lot of money but at the same time I, i've talked to some natives and they say like it's hard it's it's hard than we imagine and I, I i didn't even like go to their houses or see anything like but you would like right on the streets and you would see like the poverty and yes and you think like my god how many tourists come here and how and why are they still like miserable and in need of some so many things respect you know um it's so sad to see that so you say you were from how long did you stay in brazil how long i'm staying how long did you live in brazil oh whoa 20 how how old am i 26 so 24 years of my life and i came here okay cool two years ago so brazil is um pretty developed um but i feel like there's third world poverty and then there's like western you know ghettos or there's their views on what poverty is Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i feel like based on what country that you're in there's always going to be you know really poor really wealthy and america is the only in europe and some of these developing countries and brazil y'all like the economics there is growing and the um middle class is growing a lot Mm -hmm. but i feel like america is the only place where you can really have that you know, middle level income where you're poor, but you're not really poor. Mm-hmm. Everywhere but else in poor, the world, but you can't like get along with everything. Like you, you have a comfortable life. You have a very comfortable life. Very comfortable. Everywhere very else is like you're freaking struggling. Yeah. You're, you're poor, poor. Like you're really trying. Yeah. When you say you're poor, it's just like I grew up in a time where my my grandfather, um, he's a he died at 103. Like Whoa. he literally couldn't afford shoes until he could purchase them himself you feel what i'm saying like that's poor yes that's poverty yes that's misery fighting over some the latest jordans or the latest kanye's that's american poor you know like yeah you're kind of poor people make fun of you if you wear pay less but like yes totally totally. like you're not wearing flip-flops and rocking them chains for a whole year so it's like i feel like it's level of poor but um funny enough um I, I went to a wedding in um, Ocho Rios, and Ocho Rios is just like it seems to everybody else. It's like, on that island. It's like paradise. It's yeah. like it's like the suburbs, right? Yeah. Everybody was saying, "Stay away from Kingston. Don't go into Kingston. You can stay in Ocho Rios. Go to all the tourists. You know, we went and did the bobslide, and we went to um, Dung's River, Rivers Fall." Did the zip line and, you know, all the touristy stuff. You know, you go in, you go get your beef patty, <laughs> you know. Um, and you engage with those people there. But when you go into Kingston, it's a real, like, you feel it. The energy different. Like, people are looking at you because they, you actually look like you got money. You, we can tell from your level of just wealth just by, uh-huh. can be some, you can be wearing a white t-shirt and some yeah. jeans. Some clean clothes, you know. You just, it, it's just, just to have that hardship. And then like, yeah. what's crazy to me is like seeing the disparity of wealth. Like in Cape Town, you'll have like, literally you have shanty villages and then you go up the street and then you'll have fucking like huge mansions. Like, yes. like that blows my mind. 
Like, you don't have that gradation. Like, you know, in D.C., you got northwest, um, southwest, northeast, northwest. And you have these pockets where, like, D.C. is is now developing to be a capital city. So you don't have a whole bunch of hoods no more. Mm -hmm. You just have, like, maybe Section 8 uh, sections of um, houses and public sections. And then you'll have, like, these new communities that are popping up. Columbia Heights, for example. Yes. I remember a point at, at... when I was growing up, and I, I'm not even from the streets or, you know, glorify that type of lifestyle, but there's a certain point you didn't go past 35 double like, and not be on guard or, you know, be aware of what's there. Now you're walking down there, it's just like... Columbia Heights, it's just like, I, I don't, I have no problem at walking all. around there at all. You feel completely safe. I feel completely weird, though. I feel like, wait, okay, I'm different, you know, like in... All my life, I never felt different. How so? Because I'm so white, and it's a more black population like around me, and I'm like, whoa, what's going on? It's just like now I feel like how people feel in Brazil because the population is way bigger in Brazil, like uh, the black population in Brazil. I can't remember now, but it's a huge difference. Like we have a lot more, but because I'm from the south, like. I see one or two for like growing up. I don't remember having like black classmates. I think they were like two like in the whole school. You know what I mean? And then you think about Brazil and you think like, man, Brazil is most like it's 60. I think it's 57, but I don't want to like say something. But then that's and maybe wrong. I understand what you're saying, but it's a it's a larger percentage of black folks. But do you feel that that your wealth was your separation gap, or your lifestyle was a separation gap? Where just like in D.C., you you might grow up in Upper Northwest D.C. You go to Sidwell Friends, you go to Georgetown Day, you go to prep school, and you might never really interact with any black kids unless their their parents are really wealthy. So I feel like now, like it's not it. It used to be separation by, you know, race. I mm-hmm. feel now it's like what's separating us as a people is just disparity of wealth and how much money you can actually get to get in certain rooms and to meet with certain people. Because, uh, but it's still a race factor because I feel like because the those minority communities have been impacted and there's, there's trauma in those communities, that wealth gap is always going to be something that we're striving for. It's about how do we bridge that gap. Yeah, but I, I feel like being here makes me feel more comfortable and more like, okay, now I feel more close, you know, to this and this, like, variety, even though in Brazil, like, okay, I should have, but from, like I said, I'm from the South. Respect. And I would feel, like, totally, like, weird out, you know, because I, it's weird for me. And and now after being here for two years, I just feel like so I it's a com- it's a totally different for me. It's totally different, like the culture. Yeah. And it's just like I love it. I just feel like yeah, I said once that I was like black on the inside, you know, like because like everything related to the culture and to like energy. Uh, or the way the uh, communication and like the way people treat each other like it was always like more like me and then especially coming here and then all those like ladies like not even touching me like 
when they say hi, you know, it's just like hi, or even like happy birthday from like far away. And I'm like, come here, is touch that me, in, hug me. You is know? that like, in Brazil? No, that's in here. That's in, here? In D.C., yeah. You don't feel like people are as, as show affection as no, much? No, as no, in no. But, but you guys walk around kissing each other and like hugging and guys will hold yes. hands in the street. Yes. Like that's just how... I guess Americans display, yes, you know, their totally. sense of like masculinity, not only masculinity though, but our emotions, like they're guarded. Yes, totally. But I know why it's just because, oh, okay, we need to focus on work. <laughs> <laughs> so humans and connections and relationships will provide me from su succeeding and like having a great career. You know, and then, and I'm always like, that's so bullshit, you know, just, I don't, I hate it. That's why I'm like, thank God I'm coming back to Brazil. And I'm coming back to Brazil on Friday. You're going back on Friday? I'm going back on Friday. Are you going back because you're, you're just like, your visa is up and your time yeah. is up? Or are you going back Basically. because it's just like, you know what? Basically. I've had a good time and like, you know, yes. I, I, I stayed my, well, I, I, it's like about time to leave. I could have stayed more if I wanted to, like, before I would have to, like, uh, apply for a different kind of visa and stuff. So you want to stay? But I visa? didn't want to do that at the moment. Like, now I would think, like, mm, maybe I want especially because I wanted to stay in Hawaii for longer. Respect. I spent, like, a week there, and I'm like, I want to come back and live there forever. Are you on student visa? No, my visa is a J-1 visa. is a different kind of visa for so, all pairs. So what's a J-1 visa? J-1 visa is a visa, a special visa for people who... Uh, it's. I don't know if it's all of people with J-1, but mostly you work amount, an amount of, wall, uh, of hours and you study. So it's a kind of like a mixed like work and uh, study, but uh, the au pair is the only thing that allows you to do that. So I don't really know what the rest is about, to be honest. Respect. But, um, yeah. I've, I've seen people with a J-1 visa, but I don't even know knew what they did. Respect. But like, it's I, not tourist. It's not just like student. It's totally different. Yeah, because it's a student on the student visa. You can't. You're not really allowed to work. No, you can't. Respect. You can't. And yeah. so I, I don't okay, want. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, I heard something that I think uh, you need to uh, talk more about. So you're saying that you're from Brazil. Yes. And you're choosing to live in Hawaii rather than Brazil. Oh. Do I need to say that? More you did like, say that, and, I, and I'm like, just wondering why. Because, because okay, so I kind of have to tell a little me. bit of what happened in Hawaii. I, I, Roberta, am a person who loves nature and loves to be around nature. So, and okay, Yeah, okay, I, I mean, not because of that. Because I was born, like, in the city in an apartment, and I spent my whole life living in an apartment. So it was after going out starting going out that I like oh okay of course I was like uh, raised at the beach basically so I guess that's that's what happened the beach it's kind of what brings you close to nature and the ocean and everything uh, so when I went to Hawaii I just like first of all the pace there it's just like you just get there and just like I don't know like 
I, you're seeing me, so, but you, you can't only hear me. You don't know what I did. You just like kind of go deep on like into the couch. Just vibes. You just like. <laughs> it's Antica and Sativa, honey, because we, oh, uh, it's just crazy. I, for example, why is it Sativa? I jumped off a cliff like this, the most south point in the United States. So there's a cliff, very famous, and people jump off of it. And uh, I did that. And it was, like, amazingly recorded by a guy there who had a, a drone. And then I was just like, I have the recording and everything. So that's an example. Of, this is what the first thing that I did, like, the first day I was there. It was, like, end of the day. I was like, oh, there's a cliff. And then I was like, I'm not going to jump. And then some girl in front of me just did. She just jumped. I was like, okay, I'm doing it. <laughs> and, like, that's one of the examples of the thing that Hawaii, like, brings to you that kind of wildness you know just like i don't know how to explain everything's so magical i was in big big island <laughs> all right uh okay thank you uh and two days th no three days actually two nights i spent on a van like in a van actually not on the van on the van too but in the van uh, and just like sleeping right next to the beach, waking up to watch the sun uh, rise and like wearing a bikini like for, I don't know, 72 hours straight, no shower. No, not 72, 48. 72 would be too much. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to handle it. But, and then we went to like a nude beach. It was like a lot of like nude people, like old people, new people. And I was like, the sand is totally different. It's crazy over there. It's just like, I don't think it's, to it's totally different. That's why I don't like seeing Hawaii as United States. Because it, does, it doesn't, it it doesn't match. It work mentality. It doesn't match. <laughs> Although the, the, the roads look like a lot U.S. It's just like, I got there. I was like... Am I in the mainland, like in the main island still? Because <laughs> that's this looks a lot like I don't know, what wherever city DC. But then, actually, the airport. Wow, the airport is crazy. It's just like opened, and it it looks like a shop, like you know, like it's just crazy. So Respect. I heard Hawaii is expensive though. Mhm. Mm yes. Respect. It is. It is very expensive. <laughs> but I think if you live there and you make your money there, <clears throat> you end up living <coughs> with so, like, little that money isn't really an issue. Respect. It makes you <laughs> such a Hawaiian answer, though. <laughs> money yeah. is not an issue. <laughs> yeah. Or even Money is not real. Yeah. Love. <laughs> no, like, I love that you guys are in tune with what's really important yeah but to your defense shit is a little more expensive like um because they have to import everything from yeah. the mainland eggs are gonna be two dollars here three dollars there i don't know about land or property but for but example you can go like grab some avocado from the tree Respect. for free yeah Respect. maybe banana is gonna be cheaper because it's that's natural. what i'm saying it's just like so you if, you want, if you want if you want 
mainland things. Okay, you're going to be expensive if you want gas. It's going to be very expensive. Not <laughs> oh, as shit. expensive as Brazil, though. <laughs> That's hella vital, though. Yeah. She said, gas. I yeah. feel you. So, were you living in, like, a camper? Uh, I spent, well, I supposed to spend most of the nights in uh, the hostel. Okay. But I ended up spending two nights Smart. in a van. All oh, the hostel men. Yeah. I can't even explain. So I, I could just say, like, as a as a black dude, like, yo, hostels, we got to get on that as black people, yo. Like, I know, like, whenever we travel, or my friends, I can speak on my peoples, they want to go to, like, the nicest hotel, the night, you know what I'm saying, and that. everything. I love luxury, nice <laughs> things, too, but, like, a hostel is, like, $9, you can be in a a little two-bedroom apartment with like someone who's from the other side of the world and yes it's crazy exactly like, like that they have a hostel across the street from and here? somebody ca- yeah from across the street from here whoa somebody from another town came and they were like we're staying at a hostel across the street i was like that's genius because this is where the heartbeat is yeah you live right you got a house on adams morgan for twelve dollars <laughs> for the night like <laughs> this yeah, nigga came dope. up he knows how to travel that's pretty dope yeah and it's Hostels, a way of man. like building community around the world too because like you really you know get a chance to hey jay come in come on james drum roll please <laughs> sir james from england <laughs> from england nah he's from philly the greater philly area penn state Happy hand in the state pen. I was in a hostel, so I met people from Canada, Germany, uh, Switzerland. Um, who else? Oh, England, but then she was in New Zealand. I met, like, a Brazilian uh, guy. Uh, Ooh. No. How was that no, like? No, the, my, my, my guy is not <laughs> Brazilian. The, the real guy is not Brazilian. But this guy was just, like, a brother. Uh. it was just like a connection that it was like whoa i cannot believe we were like okay we are from brazil we were from the same country oh you're from brazil oh, i came brazil. in late my fault okay yeah. now it makes sense i'm i'm the brazilian girl okay i thought hawaiian <laughs> yeah but then no like, no no accent don't. Uh, thank you yeah awesome yeah. i love hearing that but yeah i'm brazilian so um brazil. i met the brazilian guy and he was like Okay, so he can speak Portuguese and stuff. And because it was like, my English sucks. <laughs> you're, like, you're from Nigeria, right? No, Guyana. Guyana. <laughs> no, my fault. I just. No, 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 no. Davido. Uh, you look like <laughs> Davido, so I swear. I just. I remember the first time we actually met. He was just like, hey, bruh. Have you ever been told that you look like Davido? And I didn't know who he was. Yeah. And all the time, he was the hottest thing on the charts. And I was like, who are you talking about? You didn't even know him. I didn't even know who he was. You like, you got me hip to a whole artist. Uh, a like, whole vibe. Davido's a genre. You hear me? Yeah. Like, and so I actually um, was working a gig in the anthem. Yeah. And then I, I saw him perform. Yeah. And I was like, damn. Like, let me... And then went back and check out some of his music. Like he got tracks. It's like funny, bangers. Bro. You know, it's, it's funny, bro. Yeah, man. That, that, that's that's hilarious. But you, and then after you told me that, somebody else told me that shit. I started laughing. That's funny. So the audience, man, y'all can't see this, man. But think of Davido, or some people call him Davido. 
Davido. I, I think that's weird. I like it. Davido, Davido is better. He looks just like Davido. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. Hey. Well, now I want to see that person. I have to know. Yeah, no, oh. you got to see Davido. Yeah, you got to hear some oh. music. Oh. His music is a lifestyle. Oh, really? Awesome. <laughs> Davido. I definitely am OJ. So, Guyana, man, what's up with Guyana? Um, to explain a little bit about Guyana. If I Guyana. never knew anything about see, Guyana. I definitely need also, to. Because um, you're a black man, people. Are you thinking Guyana, maybe he's like, this is a black man right here. Yeah. Guyana so, um, is, is black people. It's black people. It's uh, a lot of Indian people. Um, it's um, Spanish. Um, it's the Asian community. Guyana is like one of the most diverse places you ever go to. Um, I have cousins that look like they're Indian. <laughs> Um, I got a cousin that looks like me. I have cousins that are like red, you know. So um, what you're saying is there could be a Mexican looking dude, a Nigerian looking dude, and an Indian looking an Indian dude. looking dude, and y'all all could be brothers from Guyana, from the same mom. Yep. Wow. From but not from mom? the same mom, but different dads oh. though. Different dads. Same mom, different dads. <laughs> all right. <laughs> not real shit. <laughs> I got cousins like, oh, like you, feel, you feel what I'm saying? I got I'm cousins. Hard. I'm high. I'm high. We it. I'm high. You know what I mean? I'm saying that's how my family broke down. You feel me? Like Respect. my brother got my brother my brother got soft hair because his dad got soft hair. And we was jealous of him. Respect. <laughs> Respect. See, but how was that dynamics growing up having different parents? It wasn't even nothing because all the dads were gone, so it was just mom. Respect. See, <laughs> so I grew it was up equal. like it was weird. Like my parents split it up. They didn't divorce or anything. Like it was just off some visa shit. My pops came here first. <laughs> this nigga he laughing my at my lifestyle back here. But it, it's, it's crazy though. Like <laughs> now we're keeping nah. it funky on the podcast. But that's that's crazy though. How many of y'all was it? It was four total. It was four total. Cause I'm one of six. Yeah. I understand having that like that big family dynamics. That shit's crazy. Oh, I have no idea how that works. I have only one sister. Wow. You're lucky to have her though, because you could yeah. have none sister. Mm, yeah. No. Yeah. How I was it? always the, the, like I always wonder like how is it being a uh, only child? I wouldn't like, want that it. That shit would probably it. be depressing. Like as much as I be beefing with my brothers and sisters, I, I love them to be. death. Like they they keep the shit entertaining. Like growing up, like you know, his mistress. And I learned a lot from my brother, like my older brother. Yeah, everything. And I learned a lot from their mistakes too. Oh, and they'd be like, they'd they be like, "Dog, don't do this." I promise you, just leave it alone. And then it's not until you go through the same fucking mistakes that they just won't do about you. Like, ah, should have listened. So All if right, I'm if I've been DC, um, where where can I find Guyanese women? Guyanese women, book rooms. Any reggae spots, but for real, for real, there's I not just a like know. A, there's not a, a lot of Guyanese people in D.C. For real, like we're yeah, heavy I, in New York, you know. Um, I haven't met surprisingly anyone. enough Toronto, mm. yeah. um, London. That makes sense. Um, Toronto's hella international. But um, I mean, I, I see them here and there, but it's like all the Caribbean culture. So it's just like if I, if I meet a Jamaican. Or a Trinidadian, or you know anybody from the islands. It's just same culture, you know. So, Miss Brazilian, have you ever been to a Brazilian football game? Uh, I no, Never. I haven't. Have you Thank been to God. carnival? Oh yeah, 
<clears throat> I never oh, experienced yeah. carnival, and I want to go to Brazil just <laughs> off of the humble tip, just to go to carnival because of all of. <sighs> if I go to goes ooh, if I go to Brazil, why bro, do you guys go? When is carnival? That? Why do you guys want to go to carnival? I want to go and have. I want to go. I just want to have my wine. first child. I want. I want to <laughs> have a baby. Honest in answer. Why do you guys want to go? to I carnival? want to meet a beautiful Brazilian okay, woman. Okay, that's a what baby. I wanted to know. Okay. I want to go and leave wine my child and dance <laughs> and really go to carnival. <laughs> I'm joking. Okay. I'm joking. Like okay. and enjoy and wine and like okay. Brazil, like, man. The women they gonna come, but like just okay, the, the music gonna come. and just like just that vibe nice like, I like that. I, that them your carnival the um, trinidadian carnival like they definitely like one and two that i want to complete yeah. like but then so there are two different kinds of carnival if you think about in brazil because we have that thing that is like on tv we have uh how to call that uh, we have different schools who will like buy the like once a year, not once a year. Yeah, I think once a year. They will like walk down uh, a, a very short path with their fantasies, with their uh, costumes, and like really like huge cars. I don't even know how to call that, but like cars made like to look like animals so they got a whole like bunch of people, floats and stuff coming through yeah like crazy shit like very crazy and very expensive but beautiful you know and a lot of naked women mm. samba samba you guys know samba i wouldn't be wild though i would act like i have class like you know what i'm saying if <laughs> i see a naked woman i'll act casual like hello they and walk by but they're dancing but inside well, i'll be like yeah but it's the it's the well, of it's course. about the dance that's why you go Thank you God. go like casually dance. greet like it's normal to me you know but i would be lying i'd be like hello hello it's like it's, it's, it's nice to see your titties but i like your titties because more they're just jiggling oh. and we're dancing it's just it's everything about, about brazil the, just See, naked woman. That's why you guys want to go. No, 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 not just that. First of all, you have a beautiful culture. Everything. Let me let's let's get off women. Let me tell you my introduction to Brazil. It's okay if you. So I was I learned Brazil from my. I'm Ethiopian. I come from Ethiopia. That's the Horn of Africa, everybody. Um, And my dad was a big soccer fan, right? Older man, right? From the fifties and shit. Um, He was just like Pele. This man Pele, he's the greatest. He is great. <laughs> and I, how my dad got Brazilian tapes in Ethiopia, I don't know. But he was on Pele heavy to the point where my dad would lie about his own soccer career. Like he told me in Africa, man, I was the pro. I was the best. Uh-huh. But that was not the truth. Respect. He was just a local star. Respect. But he was like, I was just the greatest. I was like Pele. Respect. But that's how, how I learned Brazil. Respect. Oh, Not through the beautiful naked women. Funny enough. My father, <laughs> who, you know, soccer player. Respect. Funny enough, my, I got introduced to Brazil by this movie. It's called City of Gods. Oh, if wow. y'all haven't yeah. seen it, go fucking watch it. It's one of the most beautiful films that you'll ever watch. City of it? Gods. And it's about this photographer that just, like, and it's based on a real story documents like just the favelas and like 
what went on in it with these gangs and it's like love story it's a tragedy i don't want to ruin it for y'all <laughs> it's a beautiful movie it's a but it's movie. like it has so much culture in it and so much pain and it's it tells like if you grew ever. up in the 80s in dc and you see city of, see city of gods you're gonna be like wow like it's just that bridge and how it connects to like just the that common struggle it's That's a beautiful wild. movie, man. And like getting just accustomed to the language and just like the Yeah, this. because anything that you can relate, you're going to feel like comfortable with. Yeah. And it's of course very different, but in some ways yeah. it's just like the same. And I, I have never been to a favela, but I know how things are in there. Like I, I've seen like a lot of things about it. So it's not like even a place that I would go, you know, by myself. Like, yeah. you can't just, like, get in, like, oh, I'm going to get into my car and drive there. You know, you don't know, I mean, what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, if you're going with a local, that's okay. You yeah, know? you can't do that in but Africa either. Yeah, you and it was be crazy right? because Somebody. he was, like, documenting it, and I was a photographer. And, like, how I got introduced to photography was, like, walking around just taking pictures of just what was there was with your community. And that was his community. Like, that was one of the most powerful stories. Like You still fuck with photography? Yeah, I still shoot. Um, I have a love-hate relationship because my 9 to 5 takes up most of my time. So you say that hey. if money wasn't a thing, you would be shooting pictures all day? If money wasn't a thing, I would be traveling the world shooting pictures all day. But I kind of transition to working and making that a hustle and a nine to five a hustle it's just all about sources of income at this time like facts, facts. for me it's just like building up that 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 bank so that you can have that freedom to say well i'm gonna do whatever yeah you know that's just another income but if i could could and just had endless money man pictures camera i'm on like just Going out and documenting Lanks. people, yeah. you know, like I I travel as much as I do because it's just like it gives me that ability. Like I just came back from Bali, yeah. that shit was beautiful. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? And I just go out there off of the humble because I can take time from my nine to five, and then go take you know five week vacation time. I've like always she, wanted to go to Bali, but like she was saying though, like America, all we do is work, 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 work. Like, people don't understand. Like, you got to be able to take that time and actually invest in yourself and go do what you need to do because, like, you get in caught in this trap. Just, like, go work, wake up, you know, people... Automatic. That, it's a it's fucking like, trap. You don't even like you get anymore. You just do the, thing, the same things all same day, every fucking day. Same fucking routine. You're not living. Yeah. And you're just going in and out, in and out, in and out. By the time you look at it, the year is done. Happy New Year's, y'all. I recently said fuck <laughs> oh, nine to five, no bro. Shit you feel what I'm saying? I so I recently, I recently, um, I think this is worth fuck. talking about since this is like something where, where we're on topic here. Like, yeah, I recently felt that way, and said fuck my nine to five corporate job. You know what I'm saying? That was something I worked for for years, built my resume to get to where I was at. I'm. Not where I'm at financially, but I'm paying all my bills off my side hustle. And that side hustle is about to be the main hustle pretty soon. Like, 
I decreased half my money, but I wake up feeling like I'm alive every day. I wake up living knowing that everything I'm getting is mine, number one. Number two, whatever comes in the future is mine too. Like, I don't have to give it to nobody. Of course I'm here, but the next day I'm going to be there and then there and then there. So, yeah, I felt like that to the point where I said, fuck it. I literally walked off the sales floor. Good Packed up a picture of my mom, took my little Egyptian, uh, I had like a little Egyptian bust of a little pharaoh. Packed that shit up. I was like, man, I'm fucking out of here. Left that shit. Never regret it. And living happily ever after. Respect. You know what I'm saying? Like, See, but I went it's back. Tough. It's tough, though. You know what I I'm saying? I went back. I went from freelancing. I can't even say happily after after. Terribly to going after, in back after, into nine to five. It real. It's a blessing, though. That freedom yeah. of, and that liberty. But like you said, like you got to be able to be able to budget, live on a budget, and be able yeah. to maximize when the money's coming in. So when it's dried up, that you got a source of income that you can tap into. Facts. And being able to, to invest that money and let that money work for you. like I'm not, I feel like a runaway slave that's free. Like, respect. I low-key understand Harriet Tubman. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, respect. But like my roommates, they make me feel like a, a bad boy cutting school when they go to work and I don't. I'm like, no, my day starts at 1130. It's but just different. I feel like. I work till 7, 8, maybe 9, longer than you, but. It starts at 11.30. Like, Respect. Don't be mad at me because I'm sleeping in. And I feel like niggas be hating on me now because I'm sleeping in. Let's talk about that. But that's, I feel like, <laughs> hold on. I feel like this is the age of entrepreneurship, though. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's a, it's a renaissance of people saying, man, like, fuck that system. Fuck that nine to five bullshit. I'm going to believe in myself. And whatever my hustle is, we're going to get it even if we have to get five different hustles. Right. And, and that freedom in life is what people want right now. Like I'm that right like there is the, the white picket fence of what our parents wanted and shit. We want to be able to travel when we want, get up when we want, leave when we want, and not give our time to a fucking bureaucracy or whatever fucking hustle that you got, a nine to five and making somebody else powerful and their dreams come through. Bro. So it's just like, how can you get it? And I feel there's a lot of people waking themselves up and saying, shit, this is my hustle. Why am I working, busting my ass to Every, push bro. somebody else's dream when I can do it myself? And just, I might have to just, you know, sacrifice a little bit more, be humble, stay down until yeah. it come, till you get up. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people, the process People don't like to go through that ugly phase. They don't want to. Like, yeah, <laughs> niggas don't. What did Kevin Hart say? Everybody yeah. want to grind. Don't know. Everybody want to shine. Don't nobody want to grind. Yeah, you got it. Look yeah. good. You yeah. you ain't ready to. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Work hard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it's like but you have to work ten times harder. This is about how they want us to to be. It, this is about fear. This is about fear. Of not being able to pay yeah, rent. Yes, yeah, exactly. that's just real. This is just like exactly. you have that to work and you have to behave because if you, you don't, you're gonna be yeah. like yeah. your family but is you gonna get, be hungry. Well, once you know, you've eliminated that fear, you realize how corny that shit is. Yeah, and, and how you can do you any the fucking thing like, you want. That shit that is fake. You can fake. do anything. Yeah, that shit is fake. But I feel like if you got if you got two kids, right? You see, that's a and whole other subject. 
But that's that's that's, 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 situation. that's but I understand that, yeah. but you got to be able to see why people get into that ground. Oh, yeah. Like, listen, I got to feed my kids. I got to put food on their table. I got to get like we got to get this money. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And if I got to go to this nine to five and do that, I go to this nine to five and I'm gonna sacrifice what I need to sacrifice so that my family can sustain. I get that. But I, I believe you can even do that, even with kids. You just have to know what you like, what you're good at. Because the problem is that if we spend like nine to five in a job that we hate, that we're not good at, that's not that's not gonna make you happy ever. It doesn't matter if your kids are being fed or not. Uh, but if you do what you love and you kind of search for like gratif gratification and not just money. Nah, you're, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna still I, I gonna disagree. have money i disagree. still need that money though you need that <laughs> you're money still, but you're still gonna have money listen, for that that was nice where i left my job right yeah and how much you saving not to get personal though. i'm not saving at all so when but, you left right, your let job me, let, me, let me let me just make this one last point right here go ahead my like, but i want to get to that like i there was times where i left when i left my job i went out to make money by myself There was nights where I didn't make money and didn't eat. I can't do that with my kid. My kid will be like, what the fuck? There's no food. For mm -hmm. me, I tell myself, hey, man, you better eat some oatmeal. In the, you know what I'm saying? I'll make some oatmeal and toast some bread and put mm -hmm. some jelly on it. But like, my, I, couldn't, I, I wouldn't take that risk if I had a kid. Mm -hmm. I, I, would, I, would, I would find a stable job and... Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I, I, I no, can play I with my life, but I'm not going to play with somebody else's life. Respect. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm, what was you saying? When you jumped out there, did you have like a, like, I, I saved three months, eight months of what my total livelihood or my living cost is or your living expenses or whatever it was and said, all right, fuck it, I'm going. Or was it like six months? Do you have like a, you no. know? So you just was like, all right, fuck it, I'm done. I had $4,000, which is nothing, after two months of bills. Respect. And so you just said, fuck it. I just, I, I, so how did you find that hustle, though? How did you become the, the, the walking, the dog walker? Like, how did you get into that business? I mean, I was walking home one day, and I was talking to this lady, And um, really, I was just trying to get her number. <laughs> But she had a dog with her. And um, I was like, damn, blah, 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 blah. She was like, I was like, your dog is kind of big. And she goes, oh, it's not my dog. I'm walking this dog. And I'm like, what? She goes, yeah, I get, you know, X amount of money. She told me the math. I was like, oh, yeah. just for that, for 30 minutes? I was like, cool. Um But I still didn't even think of that as a hustle. Like respect. I was just like, so what are you doing tonight? You know, I'm still like on her, you know, like a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I come here, start smoking. And I'm like, what should I do? Like, I need something that has no overhead cost, because like a overhead cost, like that's thing, something that always held me back from starting a business. Like. Oh man, if I start this, man, I need like five bands to start this. Oh, if I need, I need, I, I want to start this business, do this, do that, do that. But man, I can't do that now. I need six thousand dollars for that. But this was something that I can get in, and I don't need 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Nothing to do. Yeah. I just need legs and a leash. They have Respect. Leash. Yeah, the dog has the leash. I just have time. It gives them time. So and that happened. It happened like that. And See how he just sprinkled it in a good package for you? Yeah. Blessings. Yeah, yeah I walked a said. lot of dogs too recently to get extra money and stuff. Yeah. Like I walked a lot of dogs. Hey, put your your business on. Do your thing. Yeah. Um. No name. Oh. Um, social media. Anything. Shit. Andy the dog. Actually, yeah. Andy the dog walker. Respect. I was not. I was like, man, I've been cussing, not trying to throw it out there, but fuck it. You know what I'm saying? This is Andy the dog walker. I, I'm a real person. Respect. And I feel like having that side hustle and turn that into a main hustle is definitely a benefit. But just even if you work in a nine to five, having a nine to five. And still doing that side hustle and still getting that extra money is a definite must. But um, yeah, man. If we can, is that a, a good wrap up? Because I'm about to. Yeah, it's been yeah. A, it's been a blessing been being a blessing. on here. Uh, what was your name? One t- one more time. Roberta. Roberta. My last name is Berta. So. Dope. Your last name is what? Berta. Berta. Yeah. Nice. That's crazy. That's incredible. But yeah, man. Everybody, thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. It's your birthday. Ladies what? first. What should I do? What? Oh, it's your birthday? Happy no, birthday. No, it's not my birthday. Oh, wow. Oh. I was about to sing happy birthday. Who lied? Every day. <laughs> okay, every day is my birthday because every day I wake up and I, I'm born new person and I have a new, you know, chance of doing everything different or everything the same. And that's it. <laughs> Respect. Um, Odinga, Odinga Photos, Raw Organic Skincare. Um, please follow it on Instagram. Um, for me, it's just live every day to the fullest. Fuck it. You know, you only got one life. And you got every day to live. You know, you die once. You live every day. Enjoy it. Go ahead, man. Yeah, man. And... Uh Really, my words of wisdom is to piggyback off what my man said right here. It's like every day could literally not, this is not no scare tactic, but could be your last. Like you might not wake up tomorrow. So do what you love, like what my T-shirt says, man. Do what you love. Something you want to do, do it now because you might not be able to do it. You know what I'm saying? And uh, shout out to, I mean, shout out to Spot. Everything is. Shout out Grow Club DC. Come check us out. Adams Morgan on 18th. Um, We'd love to have you out here. Come take a flight. 